All right. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shameless Picture Show podcast. I am your host, Michael Viers, and absent. Yes, the pause was for dramatic effect, people. Absent again uh, this week is Nick Richards, and not because he wants to be. You know, he just moved into a new house. He's got an important job. He's got two kids, a wife. The man's busy. And we both agreed when we started doing this podcast that we didn't want it to be a chore. I had another podcast before this called the No Homers Pod, the No Homers Podcast. It was a Simpsons podcast, and I love doing it. And so did my co-host Nico. But uh, you know, life intervened, and at the time, I wasn't uh, very confident in my ability to host solo episodes. So you know, plus I don't know. It's it, it was more fun talking about the Simpsons with someone. And while I can say the same thing about movies. Um, <clears throat> I feel like I'm a little more confident now, and I can I can wax philosophically about random topics. So this is going to be a continuing sideshow, and um, we'll see where it goes. It's not going to happen all that often. It's just really going to be so that way you're not without an episode. This sideshow is no longer going to be called the solo episodes. It's going to be called, well, at least when I do it, it's going to be called A Moment with Michael. Yeah. Drink it in. So you can talk about the new era, but it doesn't matter to me because I know what you really want. And I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you what you crave right now. Tonight, I give you the gift of Jericho. Drink it in, man. A moment with Michael. I pitched that last night to my wife as we were, we were driving. and She thought I should add some classy uh, music. And there it is. Yeah, so welcome to uh, Shameless Picture Show Podcast Dash A Moment of Michael And how A Moment of Michael is going to work Is every time I decide to record one of these I'm going to pick a different topic That I uh, I feel like I want to talk about um, If you hear jingling It's because my dog Frankenstein Is laying right on my knee Because she's needy and I love her um, I'm going to pick different topics, and I'm just going to rant about it for a half hour, uh, 45 minutes, maybe even 15 minutes. Just, I don't know how long these are going to go for. But for this episode of A Moment with Michael, we're going to talk about something a little different. We're going to talk about uh, a topic that um, I feel like I, I, I end up getting into arguments about all the time, especially because I am a, an avid horror movie fanatic. Uh, and this topic takes on a whole new life when you are... Uh, a horror fan, is the topic of remakes and reboots. Uh, recently, if any of you have been keeping up with movie news, um, the most, uh, the newest Friday the 13th remake, sequel, requel, whatever you want to call it. I'm not too sure what it was exactly. I haven't read the, the leaked script yet. Um, has been dropped. And a uh, big reason behind it being dropped is because uh, the studio that was putting it out put out uh, Rings, the sequel. Uh, one of the sequels to the Ring franchise, and it bombed. So that was studios thinking, well, and well, horror movies are dead. People don't care about them. And honestly, I don't know if it's if that's necessarily the case. That's what people say online, and it could also be, you know, it it could come down to a lot of factors. But because of that, Friday the Thirteenth was scrapped. And uh, while the script has gotten mixed reviews online, for the most part, uh, some people I know really liked it. I haven't read it yet, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, if you go on to any, any horror forum, 
board, message board, whatever, and talk about the idea of remakes and uh, reboots. It's automatically met with like sighs and groans and saying how they're terrible and Hollywood is running out of ideas and leave our childhood alone. Oh, you're killing my childhood is my is my favorite because it's so fucking stupid. Just this like week, they uh, the new Predator film released photos of the cast and people just looked at the photo and go, it's gonna be stupid just based on a fucking photo. Yeah, they're not a bunch of muscle bound bodybuilders and whatnot, but doesn't mean shit. All those muscle bound bodybuilders died except for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Spoiler if you haven't fucking seen the movie. Who cares what they look like? As long as the movie's good, as long as the script is good, the director is good, and there's some cool fucking, you know, explosions. Explosions! It could be a it could be a dope predator movie, but because of a photo, everyone just assumes it's gonna suck. And um, that's what's really been annoying me about this. Uh, for example, uh, a movie that a lot of people really loathe. I really like it. We're not getting into that topic today. Rob Zombie's two Halloween sequels. Sorry, I've got a bit of a speech impediment, and Halloween is hard for me to say unless I enunciate. People hated these films. People hated these films before they were even made. And I've heard all the reasons why people hate these movies. And a really good friend of mine who is a a filmmaking collaborator with me also really didn't like them. Um, And I understand the reasons why. The reasons they didn't like it, though, are some of the reasons why I liked it. But once again, we're not getting at that topic. As soon as people heard that Rob Zombie was remaking a beloved franchise, people flipped. And I... Actually, I shouldn't say beloved franchise. Uh, he was remaking a beloved film. And his whole point when he was doing it was like, well, yeah, I, I want to remake it. I want to do something different with it. Um, you know, he, he I don't remember his exact quote. You could look it up. He said, you know, they, they followed the same formula for X amount of movies, and most of them sucked. Let me try something different. And, you know, there, right now there's, a, there's some horror nerd out there nerd raging at me right now for saying that uh, some of the halloween sequels sucked i love all the halloween films for one reason or another i have that big scream factory box set my wife bought it for me very early on in our relationship spent way too much money and she's a queen regardless some of them aren't very good you know halloween resurrection is not very good though i think it's better than halloween five but regardless, so because some like something is original, or original part of a franchise, it's automatically good. But if you, if a filmmaker out there has a cool idea how to do something different, it's automatically bad. I don't know. I've never quite got this this concept. Um, and going back to what I was saying before, where the constant big thing is, oh, Hollywood is running out of ideas. Remakes have been around forever. Ever. Forever. 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 Like some of the best films ever have been remade are, are remakes. The Wizard of Oz, for fuck's sake, is a remake of a silent film. So, yes, the, uh, Wizard of Oz, one of the greatest films of all time, is a remake. Or The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing is also a remake. Yes, there's a lot of shitty remakes out there. 
But I think the biggest, my, my big, one of my biggest problems out there is not only are they saying Hollywood is running out of ideas. That's not the case. They're not. No one remakes a film just to, you know, ruin someone's childhood. They don't. No one sits down and like, I'm going to remake Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and see how many people I can piss off. No. They're trying to make the best film based on their sensibilities and their tastes. Yes, they are. Uh, there's missteps. There's mistakes made. Uh, you you have to think about it from this perspective. Say you are a Hollywood producer. Yeah, well. And you have the property for a big film. Uh, let me pick something up. Let's say you have the property for Terminator. And you're like, you know what? I really. I really want to make a movie. I've got the property for Terminator. But I've also got this really cool script over here on the side that no one's ever heard of. I could make that script. I could make that film. I could make a great movie. But the chances of people going to see it are pretty, are pretty slim. Like, um, for example, um... A movie that I think is actually a great uh, uh, double feature with Terminator X Machina. Oh, not a psychiatrist. She needs a priest. Let's say you had that script and you had a Terminator movie. X Machina, while it was great, got a lot of Oscar buzz. When I went to go see it, there was like no one in the theater. But when I went to go see Terminator Genesis, it was fucking packed because Terminator's got name recognition. And you could take a chance with a great script like Ex Machina and try to make a movie and run the risk of not really making any money. Because one, one thing about the film industry is it's a business. Terminator has built-in name recognition. You could, you could put that on a poster. Even if you haven't seen Terminator, your parents have seen Terminator or someone you know has seen Terminator. You've heard of Terminator. So you're going to go see Terminator because... It's, the, it's what you're going to do. And it's it's smart for the simple fact that it's it's a good way to make money. So that way a studio could make an ex machina or they can make something small and kind of cool. Because if you make a shit ton of money off of Terminator or Jurassic World or any of those things, you've got extra income that you can put towards other cooler, smaller projects. Um, but like I said, there's no guarantee anyone's going to see it. The Witch... Um, was one of the best films of the year and while it, people are seeing it now because it's on netflix or actually no it's not netflix it's on amazon prime people are seeing it now that it's come out on dvd that was also another empty theater so yeah you could say hollywood's running out of ideas but every time they give us something cool and something new the general audiences don't go now you know there's 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 the cinephile nerds out there like myself who are going to take a chance or going to go see something they haven't heard of or they're going to do the little bit of work and research to go see something because they want to see something cool they want to see something original but the general audiences aren't going to do that if they if if it's not you know attacking them every five minutes on television with a commercial they're probably not gonna go see it that's why michael Bay's transformer films do so well everyone hates them but they've got a big marketing budget it's a name recognition so even if you haven't seen terminator uh, sorry transformers you're gonna go see transformers the whole idea of like be of hating um hating a remake or a reboot is stupid because it's irrational because another the reason it's irrational is because 
I constantly hear the argument, or not the argument, but I hear the sentiment that, oh, people are going to go see the Friday the 13th remake and think that's Friday the 13th, and they're going to hate it. Who fucking cares? You love Friday the 13th. You know its history. You know its lineage. What does it matter if someone goes sees it and thinks that's Friday the 13th? There's no guarantee that they're going to go see Friday the, the original Friday the 13th and like it any better. Because, think about it, if Friday the 13th does well, it's going to create a whole new appreciation for the original Friday the 13th. People will go back and watch it. If the new Friday the 13th does terribly, there's still a good chance people are going to go back and watch the original Friday the 13th and be like, yo, this movie's fucking dope. I I don't get that argument. And why chastise something? Oh, I'm not going to go see that because it's a remake. What if it's awesome? What if this Friday the 13th film had been made and it's the fucking saving grace of the franchise? It's the best one. It's better than part four. And that's really hard to do because I fucking love Friday the 13th part four. Like, what if it has a great script, great cast, great direction? Why is that a bad thing? A good movie is a good movie. There shouldn't have to be, like this idea that has to be only original ideas to be cool or to be good. I don't know. I'm kind of ranting, but that's kind of what a moment of Michael is about. It's me ranting. And while, yes, there's a lot of terrible remakes, think about this. There's a lot of terrible original movies, too. Like, for example, all these fucking dog movies... I, that you see on Netflix, you know, uh, Santa Paws and shit like that. That's an original movie for some reason. And they look fucking gar- like garbage. I haven't seen them. You know, maybe they're actually really charming. I'm just going off of first impressions. So, you know, if the director of Santa Paws is listening to this, I apologize. I'm just trying to make a point that just because something is original doesn't mean it's going to be good. And just because something is a remake or a reboot of something you like doesn't mean it's going to be bad. Had some, I love the original 21 Jump Street television show, Johnny Depp for Life. And when I heard about them remaking, I got, it's kind of hard to explain because it's not really a remake because it's not a television show. Them rebooting 21 Jump Street, I was like, what the fuck? And this was before it was cool to like Channing Tatum. But then I saw the movie and I loved it because they they kept they paid, they paid tribute to the original. But then they just made a really good funny movie. And if I would have told myself, "Oh, I'm not seeing that because it's a reboot of something I love," I would have missed out on 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street, which is also awesome. I understand you want to keep sacred what you love. You want to you want to champion cool things and you want you want fans you want moviegoers to go back and know their history and understand where things come from and and seek out originals i do too but then there's also the whole point in like when a studio decides to remake friday the 13th or actually let's use a better example recently the studios remade cabin fever cabin fever came out what late 90s early 2000s the Cabin Fever remake is not for fans of Cap- the original Cabin Fever. It's for a younger audience. They're trying to grab someone else. Because you watch Cabin Fever, 
and no teenager is going to uh, feel can they might, they might. I shouldn't say none. But the movie's dated to that time period. The act, the way the actors look, the way they dress, it doesn't feel like it's for younger audiences. And honestly, that's where the money's at. Yeah, I, I go see movies once or twice a week. I love it. But realistically, the money is with those teeny boppers who have nothing better to do than go to a movie on a Friday with all their friends and text through the entire thing. That's where the money's at. And they're trying to grab them. So don't feel so offended if the next time you see a reboot or a remake and it doesn't feel like it's for you, that's okay. Because it might not be. Girl Meets World, uh, if anyone watched it, uh, I didn't keep up with it through the entire span of the, the series, but I did watch the first couple episodes, and it was kind of charming. I love Boy Meets World. That was informative for me growing up. Fina! Fina! Fini! Ooh, that was a new one. You are not calling a duck. Oh, come admit you love the Feeny call. Now, I have a feeling we're not going to be together that much longer, so you've got to admit it before it's too late. Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! Mr. Feeney! Mr. Feeney! Feeney. Okay. Feeney! 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 Ow! Hey, 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 what? What, 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 what? Hey! Ow! I love the Feeney call. And then when I heard the creators of Boy, or at least one of the, Bill Lawrence, I believe it is. Uh, I'm not fact-checking myself, so uh, I believe it's Bill Lawrence. He wanted to come back and do more of that. And have it be, have it, you know, be about Corey and Topanga's daughter. I watched it. I thought it was cute. It was great seeing characters I love come back, pushed off to the background because they're not what's important, and see them make this neat little show for teenagers based on something I love. And I appreciate that. I watched it and, you know, I hated the character of Farkle. Actually, the uh, WWE uh, superstar Tommaso Ciampa and I were ta- uh, were commenting back and forth on Facebook about how much we both hate Farkle. But then I remembered, Farkle's not for me. That the, the His style of humor is not for me. It's for, it's for the new audience who would probably find Farkle really funny. I don't see how, but I'm sure they did. And as I get older, I just, I want to see cool shit. And as a filmmaker myself, like, it'll be a movie I love, and I'll be like, I can, I feel like I could do something with this. One of my favorite movies of all time, The Abominable Dr. Five, starring one of my all-time favorite actors, Vincent Price. I love that movie. I've seen it so many times. I think it's a great, almost near-perfect movie. But yet, when I watch it, I, I keep thinking to myself, I feel like I could do something with this. I feel like I can modernize this. And not modernize and like bring it to the 21st century, but just take some of the, uh, the disadvantages they have, they had then. And I, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but I feel like I could do something with that movie. And that's not a bad thing. A perfect film. Someone could still watch it and be like, oh, I think I could do something with this. You know? And what's wrong with that? What's wrong with being inspired by art that you love and you want to you want to you want to play with that art? Mm, that's not a good analogy. What's 
a movie is like a sandbox. Just because it's a pre-established sandbox doesn't mean you can't play in it. They're toys. Play with it if you're able to. And just try to make something cool. Now, um, I'm trying to check the date on this. In 2014, James Gunn, director of most recently Guardians of the Galaxy, but then he also wrote uh, the the two Scooby-Doo live-action movies, which have their fans, and uh, the Dawn of the Dead remake, had this to say. He went on Facebook and um, was trying to champion remakes and pretty much tell, and, you know, tell people that they need to change their mind about them. So here's an exact quote from James Gunn. The man who knew too much, the thing, the fly, Casino Royale, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, The Wizard of Oz, yes, the famous one, The Departed, James Wales Frankenstein, the Maltese Falcon, and although Tarantino only barely admits it, Reservoir Dogs are all remakes as good as or better than the original. That said, a remake doesn't need to be better than the original to be worth watching or making. Scorsese's Cape Fear works as a counterpart to the original film, and they're fun to watch back to back. I always hoped that my own Dawn of the Dead was so different from the original, only the premise from that film really remains that it would be full of surprises for people who know Romero's film well. Remakes are not Hollywood running out of ideas. They've been around in film since the silent era and on stage long before that. Also, Hollywood isn't pushing remakes on audiences. Audience go see them, so the studio keeps them coming. So if you want to stop seeing films remade, stop watching them. For me, all I care is that the movie works well, that it has heart, good characters, and a story that pulls me in, remake or not. So, James Gunn, who is responsible for some of the more uh, more interesting and more popular remakes slash reboots, said it very well. And he made a good point. Hollywood, this is not Hollywood running out of, it, running out of ideas, This is them catering to an audience that goes to see the films. And that's probably why Friday the 13th was canceled. No one went to go see Rings, which is, yes, a sequel, but it's also a reboot of the Ring franchise. No one went to go see it, and it was poorly reviewed. So here they are trying to do the same thing on Friday the 13th. No one went to go see it, so they're probably like, well, fuck that. We're not going to make this movie. No one wants to see this. The biggest thing is don't go... The point I'm trying to make through all this is don't go in with... A bad attitude. If you really don't want to see something, don't see it. But don't trash it automatically just because it's a remake. There's always that chance it could be good, if not great. Like he, like he said, The Thing, The Fly, Casino Royale, all remakes. The Thing is considered by many to be one of the greatest horror films of all time. Same thing with The Fly, and it's a remake. John Carpenter decided with the thing that, you know what, I think can do something cool. And David Cronenberg did the same thing. They thought, I can take this and run with it and make something cool that has the same name recognition. And, you know, I I, I can't imagine there was a lot of uh, people who were really pissed off that The Fly was getting remade. Not saying it doesn't have his fans. And uh, same thing with The Thing. Give yourself to the remake. If you dislike it, it doesn't work for you great. Just because it, my point is not all that all remakes are awesome. There's a lot of terrible ones. But just don't be so negative. 
um i think that's about it guys uh thanks for listening hopefully uh next episode me and nick will be back as per usual um uh, talking buffy the vampire slayer which is also an interesting uh idea of remake reboot and whatnot because the tv television show which is extremely popular is a reboot requel whatever you want to call it to the movie both written by joss whedon but still he took his own property and remade it think about it so uh next episode if all goes according to plan me and nick will be talking about buffy we've been uh we've been uh i feel like hyping this episode for a long time so hopefully it lives up to what everyone's expecting um and this has been a moment of michael Thanks for listening, guys. If there's any topics you want to hear me uh, get angry about and rant on about, uh, let me know. Find us on Facebook. We'll always answer. All right. Have a good one, guys.